control. It seems to be this elusive eel in most people's lives. We spend so much of our effort trying to control the outcome of so many things. We have these seemingly unachievable goals and we try to control the direction of a whole number of moving parts. And in the end all we do is lose patience. So is letting go the answer or is there a subtler, simpler way of managing control? Hi, my name is Kunal Rao. I am a writer, a comedian and I like rom-coms. I often feel that I have learned more from pop culture than from actual life, mainly because artists have this uncanny ability to identify and capture concepts that we struggle to express into a short cinematic or musical moment. In this podcast, I take a scene, dialogue, lyric or moment from a film, TV show, book or song and I explain why it was my favorite bit. Spoiler alert, in some of these episodes I may reveal some plot points, so please tread with caution. 28 Days is an American comedy drama film released in 2000 starring Sandra Bullock as Gwen Cummings, a newspaper columnist compelled to enter rehab for alcoholism. I didn't think much of the film itself, but as per usual, there are always a few things that stand out. This particular film had two underrated scenes that made me think. Here's the first one. As a few patients reach the end of their time in rehab, they have questions for the rehab facility director, Cornell, played by Steve Buscemi, who had such a tiny role in the film, it was honestly a waste of talent. So anyway, one of the patients asks, So once we're out of this place, how long before you think we are ready to start dating? And Cornell gives a reply that I did not see coming. He says, When you get home, get yourself a plant. Then after a year, get yourself a pet. And then, after say two years, if both the plant and the pet are alive, then you can think about dating. I suppose I like this quote because it's such an unexpected yet accurate estimate of one's readiness to take on responsibility. In this instance, the rehab director is more interested in the behavior change in a person rather than the time period. And I have found that to be consistent for people who spend their lives helping others. Most of the characters in the scene reacted with rolled eyes and shrugs, expressing their displeasure with these absurd abstract time periods drawn out by the director. But with a little bit of thought, you can see how his reply is insightful. In one fell swoop, he manages to express what growth he expects from them. In my more selfish years, I have also tried to keep plants and most of them ended badly to say the least. I've killed more houseplants from neglect in a span of two years than any single person should in a lifetime. Little did I know that that tiny act of ignorance would have an impact in shaping the relationships in my life. Because relationships take sacrifice. You have to be able to put someone else above you, at least a little bit. Because taking care of something or someone takes effort. And Buscemi's character explained that in an eloquently poetic way. 
Personally, I've changed. My new plant has survived over a year. I may now be ready for a pet, but I think I'll take it slow and get a second plant first. So that's the first bit that I liked from the film 28 Days. The second bit that I liked is equally deep and if you don't look closely, you might miss the scene altogether. As Sandra Bullock's character Gwen walks out into the wooded area, she bumps into another recovering patient, Eddie, a baseball player played by Viggo Mortensen. He's pitching a baseball on a little target painted at the center of a mattress that's held upright against a tree. After watching Gwen for a bit, Eddie offers the ball to her and encourages her to try to hit the mattress. She takes the ball, she throws it, she misses. And what he says next was interesting. He says, "No, no, you're thinking about hitting the mattress. That's all wrong." If you focus on the mattress, you think it's tiny and so far and you've sighted yourself out of the game. Instead, you got to think about the little things. Things you can control. Your stance, balance, release, follow through. Only think about those little things. So the question is, does her aim get better? Now at the time that I watched this I didn't really think much of it uh, I was more taken in by the whole get yourself a plant dialogue I found that really interesting but I recently read this book called Atomic Habits by James Clear and that scene slowly started to mean more than I anticipated I came to realize that that conversation was about more than just baseball Control seems to be the central theme of the film As a recovering alcoholic in rehab, Gwen is trying to take control of her life. Others are trying to control her life, and her job has had the maximum control over her time and energy. So, how is she supposed to skillfully take charge over so many things in her life when she herself seems to be so out of control? And the seemingly simple task of taking charge of her life seems quite overwhelming. In Atomic Habits, James Clear says that when we want to achieve a big goal, it often appears daunting and you think you don't have it in you to achieve something so far-fetched. So we just give up. But instead, what we could do is start small. Instead of trying to write a novel, just write a page. instead of trying to be the greatest singer ever just do your voice lesson today and instead of trying to learn and remember all of mathematics for your exam just solve the problem in front of you it's in the little things that you can control that your power lies and very few of us actually get that The baseball energy is quite apt. Anyone who has played a sport knows how unpredictable your own body can be when trying to follow through emotion. I've even had this entire experience myself. Back in 2002 when I was a young and enthusiastic young man, I played a game of cricket in Jaipur at night under lights uh with some pretty impressive batsmen and I really had fun because I'd never played under lights before. 
I was getting back to cricket after too long and I wasn't really able to bowl accurately. My youthful passion making the ball go wide and high because I was trying to bowl harder and faster than I had the ability to. Fortunately, it occurred to me to focus on accuracy rather than speed. And so I focused on the form, the flow, the process of delivering the ball. The results were self-evident. I took four wickets and had the best statistics as the bowler in that game. In some odd way, I think the message is to focus on the present and to live in the now. Do what's in front of you rather than being in your head thinking about these so-called unachievable goals. In a time when the benchmark for success is so high, goals so unachievable and distractions so accessible, focusing on the small things in the present is an act of self-care. So just do by focusing on the little things. Things you can control, stance, balance, release, follow through. Does her aim get better? As she copies him while pitching the ball, Gwen manages to hit the upright mattress squarely in the center of the target. I guess little things can make big things happen. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was my favorite bit. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow me on all social media. I'm at Kunal Rao. Feel free to share films, books or TV shows that you want me to talk about or just simply share any of your own insights about pop culture. And have a great day. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Chinese proverb.